Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. California lawmakers are looking into whether or not to fast-track Disneyland and other theme parks of its size uh, to reopen a little bit quicker. Yeah, suddenly that's of interest to them. In addition to that, out in East Coast territory, Walt Disney World is saying that even if you're vaccinated, you still need to be wearing face masks for the time being. And back at Disneyland, things are slowly starting to reopen as Downtown Disney welcomes back hundreds of cast members for that Downtown Disney expansion and outdoor dining once again. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to catch up on. We're back. It's February 6th, 2021. And Kingdom Report Live... Starts right now. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Kicking things off, as always, with that live look outside at beautiful, whimsical, magical Disneyland Resort from high above the Hojo Anaheim Matter Cam. You see off in the distance, uh, Pixar Pier and uh, California Adventure celebrating 20 years this upcoming week. Happy anniversary to California Adventure. And hello, everyone. So great full to have you back with us here as we come to you from the Warner Brothers Studios Media District in Burbank, California, where uh, COVID-19 has been a bastard and uh, treated, unfortunately, our production staff horribly. Uh, Fortunately, though, everybody's okay. We are back at it. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, So many weeks away. Nobody's intention to go this long without you. Um, But here we are back united once again. And congratulations, by the way, to Debbie Joffrey, uh, a viewer from Last month, as a matter of fact, when it came to our exclusive Kingdom Report Live mug giveaway, uh, she had mentioned in the comment section down below our key phrase of that very show, and she won herself a beautiful mug. You can be the proud owner of a Kingdom Report mug as well. You see uh, our new mugs, our brand new labels there. The comment you are going to have to leave in the comment section down below is Main Street USA. That's Main Street USA. If you are watching live and you're in the chat room, do not comment Main Street USA in the chat room. You'll need to wait until just after the live portion of the show. Head on down beneath the video and leave that comment for us. 
after the pact. Okay, so Main Street USA is the code word you need to use in order to get yourself, and we finally have the new updated mugs as well. Uh, here, you can have this in your warm embrace moving forward as well. All you got to do is comment Main Street USA in the section down beneath this video, and you might just find yourself in ownership of such an exquisite piece of luxury. Yes, indeed. So make sure you do that. Uh, you do have until Monday, this coming Monday now, Monday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, so you've got really two days uh, just about in which to leave that comment down below. And we will randomly select somebody to win themselves a Kingdom Report mug. Main Street USA in the comment section down below. Now, I just mentioned we have these new mugs here with the new refreshed logo. Who's we? You might be asking. Well, here joining us once again for all the contributions from AttractionFaction.net. It's Katrina Menzoni and Tyler Crouch. Hi, everybody. Look at you. Oh, so, oh I'm just enjoying this oh. new refreshed mug over here. And how does it feel mm. going down your gullet? Oh, my gosh. Not only is the water refreshing, so is this new refreshed mug. Whoa. It seems more vibrant and bold in color. Look at this. Du wow. And it is a lot bluer. It's like very, it's like a nice deeper blue. <laughs> Has like anyone it. thought about being a hand model? No. No, oh. David Duchovny no. did once. How'd that go? Uh, well, have you ever watched Zoolander? Didn't sure go have. good for him. Yeah. 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 Didn't go good for him. Tell that tale. <laughs> My gosh. Well, you can be a proud owner of one of those uh, gorgeous mugs. Um, Tyler Crouch and Katrina Manzoni, not included, unfortunately. No, no. no. Get the right. blue one. Get the Katrina pink one. Yeah. B vibrant. Colorful. Just like my personality. Oh, vibrant and colorful. That's the uh, name of the <laughs> game here. And uh, here with us once again, making sure the world runs appropriately. And with no doubt a pin in which to share from Pin Lanyard Sharing. It is producer Christian. Hello, sir. Good morning, everybody. What a great day it is to have you with us here. Do you have a, a pin in which to share? Well, yes, I do. Oh, mm -hmm. let's take a look. Going back to the Jack Skeleton enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah, your words. <laughs> it's it's new. It's a new 2020 word. No, 2021 word. Yeah. I like it. I know. I still feel like it's in 2020. Not much has changed. It's gonna be Sally. Oops. Look, oh, oh, it's Sally. There we go. What you can have. You can't have Jack Skinnington without Sally. You yeah. wanna you wanna trade a pin that is worth uh more than gold? That would be a pin worth trading, no doubt. Yeah. I don't know how much gold's going for, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that, that pin pin's be got it, it beat. Yeah. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Christian, great to have you with us. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, great to have you back with us as well. Uh let's not waste any more time. Let us dive in to our Disneyland news. Disneyland news time. Time to discuss all of the trending headlines that are making waves right now. We are starting with the California State Assembly kind of gathering together finally and maybe out of nowhere, it seems, uh, to want to fast track... Disneyland Resort and theme parks of that size to sort of reopen a little bit quicker than imagined. We obviously have a color-tiered system that the state of California has put in place for various theme parks and businesses to come back online in which to reopen and kind of follow the guidance in. 
A new bill was proposed by a California State Assembly member that would give the reopening of Disneyland and Universal Studios Hollywood an override, uh, excuse me, and override, rather, Governor Gavin Newsom's guidelines that have kept large California theme parks shuttered for more than 10 months. California Assembly member Sharon Quarksilva of Fullerton announced plans to co-sponsor a bill that would require the state to allow all theme parks reopen in the same tier of Newsom's blueprint for a safer economy. The bill would be co-sponsored by Assemblywoman Suzette Martinez-Balarates of uh, Santa Clarita, whose district includes Six Flags Magic Mountain. California issued separate reopening guidelines for small and large theme parks. Small theme parks with a capacity of less than 15,000 visitors can reopen in the orange or moderate tier, as we see uh, there for you in terms of how these tiers break down. And then uh, when it comes to Tier 3, uh, which is that orange moderate, uh, larger theme parks, however, would have to be uh, sort of relegated to the yellow or minimal tier. Uh, so you see there at the bottom. Uh, unfortunately, that is uh, the way of the world in this state. While Walt Disney World has been open since last July and operating safely, uh, the sort of industry insiders um, all say that obviously Disney World has done a great job as have theme parks out in Florida. Um, however, we would like to also sort of uh, pull for you a quote that came from uh, the assembly members. Um, you know, they were saying that obviously Six Flags Magic Mountain is a part of their district, and so they feel comfortable sponsoring this. They've noticed how other theme parks around the world have operated and done so safely. And then the California Theme Park Association, um, and I believe their their uh, acronym is CAPA, um, they came out and they said, We deeply appreciate Assembly Members Quirk Silva and Martinez Valorades for their leadership and for introducing legislation on safe theme park reopening. Uh, Kappa Executive Director Aaron Guerrero said in a statement, concluding with worldwide theme parks have proven they can reopen responsibly while protecting the health of guests and staff. Science and data show it can be done. California should allow theme parks to reopen responsibly in the orange and moderate tier three. So Tyler Katrina with that quote, um, I think, I don't know where the assembly has been uh, all year. I don't know where our state representatives have been hiding uh, this whole time, but suddenly they're interested in doing something about it and saying, we see other realms working just fine and we see other sort of data-backed proof that they can do this okay. So now we're going to step in and try and override the governor and his mandate and say, how about just one less tier uh, than having to go all the way to the bottom, waiting all the way for the bottom? How about we just push it into, um, you know, the, the one tier away from the bottom? And I, I think that's more than reasonable. I think that's fair. Um, and I'm like with you. Where have they been this <laughs> Where have they been this whole time? Are they like bears, like hibernating during the winter and they're just kind of like chilling? They're finally coming out because the sun's coming out and they're like, hey, you know what? Just, uh, oh, we have power, don't we? Like, we can do stuff. About it. Well, oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't want to make it seem like things were going off the rails, right? Like, I think that had to do with that had something to do with it, right? It had to have like stepping on Governor Newsom's toes. Uh, I'm sure that's not something they necessarily wanted to do, but I guess they figured that at, that at this point, that um, maybe it's time to step on a couple toes. Well, and you know, with uh, the governor of the state of California now being uh, fast-tracked himself for a recall election, yeah. um, and they're getting very close on the signature account needed for that. Perhaps this was the assembly member's way of thinking, well, he doesn't seem very popular right now. Perhaps we step in, save a little bit of face, and do what we need to do uh, for the sake of bringing 
thousands, tens of thousands of jobs back and maybe getting things back online in a, a safe way. Um, so really thrilled to hear that they are looking to try and fast track this. We're obviously seeing lots of numbers um, drop off in terms of uh, deaths, in terms of ICUs. Um, numbers everywhere are, are suddenly starting to drop off. So great news. Wonderful to see that the California State Assembly is now putting things in action. Um, I think it's worth pointing out, too, uh, not to, to touch on things too politically, but um, both of these representatives are also Democrats, you know, so and, and the governor of California is a notable Democrat. And so this seems like a bipartisan issue, at least mm -hmm. to them, that it's important to get this moving again. Yeah. Um, so nice to see that they are, you know, willing to push this and, and get it moving. Yeah, well, it's like it's kind of what we've been saying all along, right? It's mm -hmm. like, OK, just make it so that this all makes so make it so that it's all <laughs> makes sense. like makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I was about to say that, but then I was like, no, that's actually what it that's is. Exactly like, it. Uh, you know, if you're going to let certain businesses open, then you can't like exclude other businesses just because you feel like it. It just didn't really make any sense. So this just kind of brings everything to the same platform. And, it, you know, if if. If the government decides, if the California government decides that it's safe enough to open a restaurant, it should be safe enough to open Disneyland, in my opinion. So we shall see. I'm excited to see what this brings. Um, hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully these things go quickly, but also safely. And, you know, from what we've seen in Florida, uh, these theme parks seem to be doing the COVID stuff better than anybody else I've seen. So um, I know that they can do it as safely as possible. And let's... Hope we can go have some fun soon. I, I think Orange Tier is reasonable. I do too. Like, yeah. I mean, Orange County was able to get there at one point for a small, like a little bit of time, mm -hmm. but they were there. Yeah. So it's it's possible. I think that's fairer than the Yellow Tier. I mean, that's like impossible to get to. That was Absolutely. Never <laughs> like that's like another like year away. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice to see uh, movement in that direction uh, long overdue, especially as uh, many of us and, and even people that we're associated with have all been out to Florida a time or two to experience that ourselves. And um, the state even sent representatives out there. And when they came back and we've covered this, they, they even said things were being handled really well and then proceeded <laughs> to lock things down further for these theme parks. Um, and you're right. I think Tyler just let it make sense, you know, for yeah. once and yeah, get it, get it on track. Um, you know, lots of, uh, lots of jobs are at stake. Lots of people's livelihoods are at stake. And, um, if it can be done safely, why aren't we doing it? So nice to see things are finally moving in that direction. Obviously Disneyland, um, being able to what with the, um, States sort of, uh, rolling back, of restrictions when it comes to the stay at home order that had been in effect since, uh, December, Finally, those things rolling back, and now we're in a position where uh, downtown Disney, uh, as the only part of Disneyland Resort open right now, uh, is finally able to bring cast members back. They are officially back now, working in dining capacities. Outdoor dining is once again allowed uh, within the downtown Disney realm and across the state of California. Um, again, when it came to statistics and stuff, not too far off from where... Uh, the state shut things down in December, got a little bit better, but by no means was it dramatically better, and suddenly it was okay to reopen things. So <laughs> let it make sense is, I think, the theme here. Let's put it on a bumper sticker um, and, and pass it out. Yeah, absolutely. 
At any rate, we move on. You may have heard, ladies and gentlemen, that the Disneyland Resort annual pass holder program has been scrapped. So while we were away, obviously, uh, due to all kinds of impacts that kept us out of distance for a while, we were covering it in some news videos here on the channel. However, we haven't been able to discuss it yet. The annual pass holder program at Disneyland has been fully scrapped. Uh, and in its place at this point um, is something they call the Legacy Pass Holder Program, kind of a stopgap measure to uh, offer up some, we'll call them perks, I guess some discounts, um, and basically to make everybody that um, is upset that their annual passes have just been kind of tossed out, um, make them feel a little bit better about themselves by saying, now you're a Legacy Pass Holder. Um, one of the things that I find very interesting is that uh, the Disneyland Resort kind of had a, a come-to-Jesus moment, I guess. I, I think it's interesting that I, maybe they were waiting. You know, maybe they were just trying to figure out when they were going to do this. I think we all knew it was coming at some point. Yeah. Um, but one of the, the things that was pointed out by Disneyland uh, President Ken Potrick is he said when the Orange County Register went to him and was like, why now? You know, you, you, you pulled the plug on over a million plus annual pass holders. They're all gone in one sweep. Uh, what was that about? And he said, quote, it's sort of a new world that we're going to have to deal with as we move forward under these restrictions. When you think about those restrictions and you think about the size of our annual pass program, it's simply not feasible for us to continue to operate the annual pass program the way that it's been operating in the past. So obviously, right, it having that million plus annual pass holders was going to be overwhelming to have to try and deal with if they were reopening anytime soon. Um, we know how it works out in Walt Disney World, and that is a park reservation system is in place where, including annual passes, um, you can make a park reservation for the park you'd like to go to. If you have a standard ticket, you make that park reservation and you go. Um, if you have uh, a hotel room at Disney, um, that's a qualifier for making a park ticket reservation and you go. Uh, and then on top of that, if you're an annual pass holder, there are a handful of select uh, options for you in terms of making that reservation. Um, so they allow so many in each category in terms of park reservations. And for the most part, annual pass holders haven't had too much uh, trouble getting reservations to go to the theme parks in Florida. Granted, they are much bigger mm -hmm. in space and have a lot more room to move around. But, um, you know, Katrina, definitely one of those things I think we all knew was coming eventually, but now we don't know what's going to replace it. We don't know what reservations are going to look like on the other end. And congratulations, we're legacy pass holders. Woo! We did it, you guys. Wow. Wow, this is so great. We're it's there. So oh, my God, we get cool picture opportunities. How about that? How, how about that? Like, Stand in front great. of some cardboard. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Like, did you guys see the WandaVision one? Totally worth it, right? I did. You can get a piece of paper poster like that I'm not going to do anything with. Just toss it in the trash. But Don't sound so entitled. I know, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're legacy, you guys. Yeah. Legit. Keep yep. your passes. Frame them. You're never going to see those. Legacy is code for legendary. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that I mean, is. How does it feel to be a legend? It's uh, we're in, are we gonna see it again? I don't know. <laughs> it's like we're a part of the past now. Are you Hard sure it's not code for forgotten? It's oh. yeah, kind of is. Ooh, ouch! <laughs> oh, damn! I don't damn. know. <laughs> wow. Firing the shots. I yeah. mean, I we knew it was gonna happen. Right. It had to happen. Yep. There's too many. So, there's too many annual pass holders at Disneyland. Disney World's different because I feel like there's not as many. And if they are annual passes, like they're like from all over the the country and so they're gonna be staying at a hotel at disney world yeah. and so they're gonna be getting that like 60 day 
uh, pass like or like reservation system. So they don't really have to worry about it. But then like California is just a completely different ballgame because everybody's like local. And then there there's so many tier systems. And when we talked about it earlier this year, even remember, like I went on this whole tirade about well, you had a cheaper pass than we did. And then if you had the same benefits, and I'm going to sound rude, it's going to sound rude, but like if we paid more for like the Disneyland, Disney World pass, and then you paid something different, but we all had the same amount, that's not fair. Well, it's exactly. You were paying rude. for more. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. get what you deserve. It's not rude. You paid less than I did, and you get the same benefits. <laughs> well, I don't want to sound rude. That's a, there were so many levels to that system. And each level had different benefits. Yeah. That's why you paid more, right? So yeah. naturally, you would expect that if they were to come back with a park reservation system in place, that um, they would honor their most uh, exclusive of tiers mm -hmm. for the sake of you're paying for that honor. You're paying for that luxury. Yeah. And it seemed like a good idea. And then like, there's like little rumors going around. People were, like taking these uh, surveys about their past system. Yeah. And I studied that thing, and it doesn't make any sense. There's like... 14 options and then some have a more of a discount than the others and then some they give you a freebie pass to a guest and i'm like what and then some don't like include parking i'm like this seems insane i feel bad for the cast members who yeah. have to like talk people through this if they do come out with these different kinds of pass levels because it's like poor guest relations like they're it's it sounds really stupid well i mean they were they were certainly looking for a way in which to i think gauge what people would be willing to part with and i i agree you know sure. you look through all of the because there were so many different variations to what they're thinking about for annual pass holder programs moving forward they wanted to gauge obviously what you were going to feel most comfortable letting go and what was a absolutely not i live and die by this i need to parking. keep it right. parking seemed to be one of <laughs> the highest you know mice chat did a really great um evaluation of their readers and i would imagine that micechat.com is very much a a, a, a southern california focused website on disneyland and so you have a lot of annual pass holders that would um, be submitting their thoughts in their polls and things like that and they came back with one of i think the most overwhelming um of items that people sort of demanded be a part of their pass moving forward would be parking it's expensive so, yeah. like, can you imagine yeah. like going and like, i remember like if you had like a lower pass you could add on parking mm. and stuff, but or one person in the family would have parking and then right. no one else would like the kids and stuff. Like, why would they need parking? Um, so I get it at that one point, like maybe give it an option to add on parking for families because it's like a family of four and they all have, you know, the same type of pass and then they all have parking. It's kind of like a waste of time, you know? Sure. Um, and then I know they had like a discount option and whatnot, but it's just kind of, I don't know. It seems confusing. I get it. The easiest way to make up money is like to do parking if yeah. you have to pay for parking because they opened up that Pixar lot and everybody, I mean, there's like way more parking now. And I icing on the cake money. Yeah. It's yeah. just like easy. And then, uh, and then I'm going to like jump back really quick. So it just popped in my brain. This whole like legacy 30% off and like merchandise discount mm -hmm. between like what Mondays and Thursdays or something is ridiculous because then like Disney World came out with a 30% yeah, off thing and it was <laughs> so like a slap it, yeah. in the face and they promoted it like I was getting sponsored posts from Disney World saying annual pass holders get 30% off and I was like what <laughs> this is ridiculous so much for being a legend I know yeah, I, I was know. like yeah. well that oh, just forgotten like is really what it is. It's forgotten. <laughs> I was just like okay Monday through Thursday I get 30% off but Disney World gets it all week yeah for like a yeah. whole month yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I've seen a lot of people angry online, and I think everybody needs to remember that we're going through times that we've never seen before. You know, this is like a once a decade or a once a century type of thing. 
And, uh, you know, they had to pull something. Something had to be done. Yep. We weren't going to fit all these annual pass holders into this park. And I guarantee you, if they kept the current system the way it was, we would have had more people upset because they would have been paying all this. I mean, Katrina and I, we have we had the Premier Pass, which is about coast to coast, right? Yeah, which coast is about fifteen hundred dollars. That's yeah. one thousand five hundred dollars pretty much uh, per pass. Yep. And um, we could go any day we wanted to. I would be livid i would be upset if i couldn't get into disneyland whenever i wanted to sure. with that pass and and they're just like well sorry your pass is gone I, and i think a lot of other people would be upset with their passes too i really do mm -hmm. um and so the honestly if you think about it this way you got a lot of people that already had their passes got free days at disneyland right i mean you got to go to disneyland for free because they refunded your entire year just to give just so they could bring out this whole new p platform and um well, i mean they didn't give you money back for free they gave you the money back that you didn't use they didn't just refund your whole year annual pass they refunded the amount that went oh closed. did they i thought that they um okay well then <laughs> so, i was like, wrong if it about that on but, March, then but it, got but, money back but at least you got part at least you got like partial days if you if you played it the right way like okay so i was wrong about that but you still it, it was still this is the best customer service they could have done for this situation i feel like i mean it was like the fair thing to do i mean what are they gonna do like keep keep like giving people like the free days and they have to tack it on to the other right. end so then like might as well just cut your losses refund everybody the amount that they didn't use based off of your expiration date whatever and then start fresh yeah, and whoever wants to buy it buys it and whoever doesn't doesn't and of course they're gonna like come out with something that's like really expensive mm -hmm. they're gonna price people out for sure because it was gonna be bad for them too because once the parks reopened again, it was going to be a bunch of annual pass holders that were coming in and you they weren't going to be happen. making any <laughs> money. They were they, it's like, OK, we're open, but we're still not making any money because all these people are annual pass holders that paid us a year ago. Right. Um, they bring their own sandwiches. They're not going to yeah. eat our sandwiches. They bring their hot dogs and they, <laughs> they grill in the park. No. Um, yeah, no. we had to we, we threw this to um, the audience and uh, did a video about it when it happened and um, asked everybody for the reaction. And there was more interaction on that video than I think any video oh, we've yeah. ever done. It's very, people are very passionate about it. And really, we staged the question of, is this kind of an insult um, when it comes to the annual pass holder base mm -hmm. or is this a perk uh, that they didn't have to do? But that they're doing and the audience is pretty split you know and, and people are it's nice for them to do it oh i give agree. you like a nice yeah. name you know and still let you use your 30 percent sure. hey, i mean they they just gave you your money back and they're giving you 30 percent off on certain days and you still get 20 and then you know like they're still trying to be nice to you yeah. but again it's just kind of like it is a little slap it's a bummer face. to lose <laughs> something that you were paying for, you thought yeah. you had, and you were confident you were going to continue like, to have for the most part. Are we going to see and... one of those premier passes ever again? Probably not. We'll see. Not it's very interesting to see the, the president <laughs> of Disneyland also say that he wants to, uh, that they're, you know, gauging through surveys how people are feeling. And he's saying, you know, to potentially offer more options. And I thought, well, you that's you confusing. clearly cannot offer more options. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem currently is you have too many options. You have too many people. So you're going to need to cap it. Um, you're probably going to need to have far less options. And who knows where that goes and who knows what that looks like. Well, I wonder if they're I wonder if in options they're not necessarily talking about like, oh, there's going to be more uh tiers for like what day you can come and stuff or i wonder if it's going to be more about like kind of the type of thing that like knott's berry farm has done where mm. 
they release annual passes where you can come to the park and you can have three meals a day as part oh, of your annual like pass. A, you like, can add on a meal pass. You know, like, you yeah, you can have, like, meal passes and parking passes. Churro so pass, I'm am I right, everybody? <laughs> yeah, churro <laughs> pass, let's do it. No, let's so I'm, I'm wondering if it's kind of more about, like, adding kind of more bells and whistles as opposed to days. Interesting. So we'll see. I mean, any way to tack on the money, extra parking, pay for parking, you know. I mean, that's a good idea. I don't know how they would be able to do that with Disney. I mean, they're not going to do three meals a day, but maybe like one meal right. or something. Yeah, no, you know? no. I mean, Disney, you know, I'm not, I love Knott's Berry Farm, but Disney obviously offers like kind of a higher quality of food at most of their eateries than Knott's Berry Farm does. So that's how Knott's can get away with it. So, but it's, you know, just something like that. I'm not necessarily, necessarily saying, oh, yeah, they're sure. going to give us three meals a day. But we'll see. I mean, uh, I this we're kind of in the wild west right now. It's going to be this this new pass that's coming out is going to be kind of a cross between some of the passes that they've already created, which is like one that like you had, Wade, which mm-hmm. was you could flex you could, pass, yeah, the flex pass <laughs> where you could choose your days you're going to be coming, and certain days were blocked out to you, and it's going to be kind of a combination of that mixed with the current annual pass holder passes, I sure. think. So no doubt be a little baby of those two. So we'll what see I how it goes. I'm intrigued about on this little survey is like a dedicated enter, like an entrance oh, yeah, for that. that. And I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, I would do that. Yeah. yeah I like that dedicated. I mean, entrance. it seems like, especially if you have a lot of local, I mean, everybody's going to be interested in that annual pass, no doubt. Um, so having dedicated, entrances for annual pass holders seems like a smart idea they just to disney world and yeah. i feel so fancy because i like walk yeah. up with my, my exclusive and I'm like, line excuse me yes <laughs> and, and then and now you can walk up after you get this next pass and say and i was also a legend yep and they'll be like and also part of the your legacy. point move it along thank you very much <laughs> who are you Hey, in other news, Disneyland's attendance is said to potentially rebound by 2022. This is coming from an analyst that thinks there's going to be enough pent-up demand that we might even see historical numbers of attendance come flooding back to the Disneyland Resort. Uh, From the Daily Bulletin, they write Disneyland and other theme parks around the world are expected to reach historical attendance levels by 2022 due to pent-up demand for travel and entertainment, according to a new analyst forecast. UBS financial analyst John Hodel forecasts attendance at Disney's pandemic battered theme parks division will bounce back in 2022 after bottoming out during the COVID-19 pandemic saying quote we believe the park's business has bottomed and will see improved attendance profitability as the vaccine becomes more widely distributed we expect parks to approach historical performance and attendance metrics by fiscal year 2022 with higher margins given operational improvements implemented during the pandemic so there you hear it an analyst sort of predicting that we're going to see some big numbers in 2022 um i don't know if i feel like disneyland's going to take that long to rebound um i think that there is a lot of pent-up demand i think a lot of people are very eager to get back to it walt disney world with their slow burn of increasing capacity in florida uh that we've seen there's clearly still demand there but they're restricting it due to the pandemic so um i don't know if it'll even take that long uh quite frankly but that's that's what the analysts are saying uh what do you think tyler 2022 uh it'll take uh, maybe a, a year and a half maybe to see those numbers spike i don't know i mean uh, the the thing that uh, the thing that i think the analyst is uh, not thinking about possibly is the fact that you know like what you just said these the parks are capping their attendance to a certain degree so yeah maybe there'll be demand but it's not going to be more crowded than than we've seen before because 
they're going to keep these the capacity low i think i mean maybe disney world will be at 100 percent next year or something like that but i just can't see a, i think disneyland will not be like that i think disneyland is still going to be in 2020 i think we'll still be at a at a at a, a kind of you know lower capacity personally 2021 but, I thought 2022. I thought it was one that you said, said 2020. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2021. He's this like, I don't know what year we're in anymore. It's yeah, I know. It all together. blurs together. Know, it's all running together. We're it's all, all still stuck thing. at home. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I think the other the other thing too to remember is that like this is like a real bad time for a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- you know, monetary wise, it's it's not uh, you know not everybody has kept their job. Not everybody. Uh, can you know take care of their family you know uh just just eating and drinking and having a place to live like sure so i i just i just don't know if things are going to be like back to normal by 2022 i I just that seems a little far-fetched to me but i hope i'm wrong yeah that financial strain definitely uh, a big part and i know that uh, when it came to annual pass surveys that went out about what the next annual pass might look like one of the questions was would a uh, would eliminating the payment plan for an annual pass be a no-go for you and i know that the majority of people um and having worked uh, for disney uh during the heyday of the annual pass the majority of people had the payment plan in order to have the annual pass. So if you eliminate that as an option, make these things fifteen to eighteen hundred dollars. Oh yeah. I, I don't see a big difference in yeah, people coming. APs I think will will be diminished quite substantially. I, I hate to say it, but I kinda hope they they do uh exclude the payment plan. I, I know that would hurt a lot of people and I'm sorry to those of you that, that would hurt. Um but it's just one of those things where man, we things Things are just so, I, it, it's so funny because we've said this like a million times over this past year, but things are just different than we've ever seen before. And yeah. unfortunately, we have to do uh, different tactics than we've ever done before mm. to handle these things. It sucks because like business is business, right? So they mm-hmm. have to like figure out a way where attendance, I mean, they're going to make more money with the, the daily tickets, right? And so that's what they're looking, they're looking for. They don't care about annual pass holders, really. They want to, they want to please you, but they, they want the daily, like the, the like the daily ticket sales. And so if they're able to do like a four day ticket sale for annual pass or like for locals or whatever, that's more feasible to them than giving them an annual pass type thing. Um, But I think that the demand is going to be high for sure. And then maybe like the hotels and stuff, people are actually going to want to stay at the hotels more often Mm -hmm. at Disneyland now, but the capacity is not going to, they're not going to reach a hundred percent. So, I mean, they're, it's, I don't know. I like in my mind, my little brain, it's like, let's just, let's figure this out. So the demand's going to be high. It's going to be great. And they're going to sell out every single day, most likely at Disneyland for the next, if when they open for like a year or so, mm-hmm. like, let's say they open up in the summer of this year, then yeah, the demand's going to be super high until like probably 2023. And it's always going to sell out at a hundred percent. Like they're never going to have like an extra day here and there. Right. Um, are they going to like, make are they gonna have their profits be okay in 2022 no no they're never gonna bring that back not until like maybe like four or five years from now to like actually bring back the profit that they did the record before yeah the record profits before they like shut down um but they're like always gonna be in demand like whenever they open like everybody wants that magic like i mean we're excited to go back to downtown Disney just to have a little spark of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody will pay the price just to have like a little glimpse of something just to get out of their 
reality that they currently have. Because you know? it's a dark reality, unfortunately. A lot of uh, things to think about there. Uh, over to you. What do you think might happen when it comes to uh, Disneyland and Disney Park sort of rebounding in attendance and even having historical levels of attendance? You think by 2022 we'll see that? We'd love to hear your perspective. Go ahead and leave it in the comment section down below. And uh, we will certainly follow up with you to see if anything uh, might vary in opinion. We always love to hear everyone's feedback uh, so make sure to throw it in the comment section just beneath this video all right while disney world news is up next stick with us can you report live moves on straight ahead do you know everything the ghost host is going to say before he says it are you ready to thank the venetians each time you board spaceship earth can you recite walt's opening day dedication speech then join the Kingdom Team today, the influential legacy fan community featuring exclusive merchandise that will alert all who've come to this happy place that you are more than just another guest. You are a trusted theme park fan. Don't miss out. Join the Kingdom Team right now by visiting the homepage at KingdomReportLive.com. That's KingdomReportLive.com. And now, back to the magic. Disney World News Time. It's time for Garrett on the go. Uh, Garrett on the go time out in Walt Disney World. Our Walt Disney World reporter is standing by with all the latest news and info. Garrett, where are you at today, man? Hello, everyone. I am live from Galaxy's Edge in Bachu, Black Spire Outpost. And today's Garrett on the Go post is sponsored by Smuggler's Run, where the choice, of, where the price of freedom is only one stolen coaxium from the First Order. Come on down and follow my boy Hondo on the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy, the Millennium Falcon. It's been a while since I've seen you guys, so I wanted to really get that out. You're on my favorite ride, Garen. <laughs> I appreciate hearing and, that. I'm actually, I was thinking of, of like live streaming this and taking you on there. And, I, and Tyler, I was going to have you be my co-pilot. Uh, and and we would fly together holding hand in hand. I was, I was hoping for that. So next time you come out here, we're going to How is he supposed together. to pilot listen, doing hand in hand? That listen, doesn't make any the, sense. The best part of being on that ride would be holding your hand, Garen. Aw. Sweet Thank boy. you so much. I I would love to hold your hand. Also, I've got a Ronto roast right there. Yeah. Oh, what? Out. Yeah, yum, yum. Yeah, not only it, yeah, I'm going to be doing a food review at the same time as I do this segment. What a foodie. I'm, gonna, I'm, leaving the, <laughs> I'm leaving the food reviews to uh, Wade because uh, I am a foodie, but Wade is uh, a lot better at giving commentary. I'm just going to eating it all. That's that's me, Mister Mister Foodie to the side. That's me. <laughs> hey, so um, that's, that's why I'm always calling you. You know that way, Mister Foodie to the side. That guy. <laughs> anyway, so we have been hearing, sir, that uh, as vaccines are rolling out and as people are in fact uh, receiving themselves uh, a little bit of vaccination across the country, that Disney is still in a place where they are uh, requiring a bit of face masks to be across that face, regardless of whether or not you've had the vaccine. Uh, what's going on there? Is that uh, is that the case in Disney World? That is very much so the case, Wade. So. 
even if you are a lucky enough individual to get the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, hey, Disney says that's fantastic. Uh, still cover up your mouth uh, because <laughs> they didn't say like how like, oh, we want proof. They said, nope, regardless of that, you still need to wear a face covering. And if you did not know, uh, it means it needs to cover your nose. It needs to cover your mouth. It needs to be two layers thick. And uh, it can't be those neck gaiters. It can't be bandanas. It can't have vents or holes. However, I'm wondering if you have a face mask and like a Darth Vader helmet, if you can still swing that by. Uh, but but yeah, <laughs> COVID-19 mask uh, enforcement is still around here in the world of Batu. Uh, it's very much required, even though right now I see like three families all taking out their masks to take photos. Um, yeah, that's for the a big part, no. it's still going Go on. yell at them. Yeah, we, <laughs> Don't yeah, they we, know we, who no you way. are? Yeah, they, yeah. Actually, Safety I've monitor. Approached four times today. Four times today, just because of the shirt. They're like, "Hey, how do we get onto the train?" I say, "I, I don't work here." At all. <laughs> I mean, you do have that persona, though. So the I Disney mean, I would aura. ask you questions. Oh, yeah, but I have to give a special shout out to uh, my two new friends, Jill and Sean. They are viewers of the show, and I was standing here earlier, and they said they're looking at me. I'm like, "Oh, great! Another couple is going to ask me how to get to uh, Toy Story Land or something," and they said. You're on the show, right? And I said, Can you report? And they said, Yeah. And I said, I am in fact. He's like, dude, how's it going? And like this Yay, Gary. After all this yeah, time. A, I've been recognized and I haven't scared people off. Yay. I know. Wow. I would have just confused you for Chewbacca. <laughs> all that hair. He's just tall. He's just a tall boy. And very hairy. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm not that I'm not that hairy. I trim it. I trim it. You know, you do. trim it. What are you, a swimmer? Yeah. Got to stay smooth. Actually, yes, I, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Oh, yes, you I, yes. I always have speedo on. Uh, oh dear. No matter where <laughs> I go. Family show. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we definitely I think understand that when it comes to uh, keeping the the masks on for the time being at least you know even if you have been vaccinated obviously not everyone has and therefore uh, in a theme park environment you're probably going to freak some people out because there is that mask hysteria now where if you don't see somebody with it you're like well wait a second what do you do and everybody if they gets can do it I can do it right and then they yeah. just don't do it. So unless you want to wear a shirt that says, I have been vaccinated. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> it would also be bad. It's also hard for the cast members. Like, what are they supposed to do? Be Precisely. Like, uh, excuse me, sir. Put your mask on. Oh, no, I had my vaccination. Like, oh, okay, okay. You're good then. Like, let like, me they see can't, your papers. They can't just, like, go up. Yeah, they can't go up asking every single person, let me see your papers. Like, it's some kind of. What is this, Nazis? Like, yeah. I don't know. Right. Let me see your papers. It's no, like, and, what's and going on here? definitely could. Like, you just walk up and you see four-star troopers, identification. Like. Okay, if a stormtrooper came up, I would be like, okay, cool. It'd be a little different. Hold on a minute. Let me search through my bag. Right. (laughs) You can see my vaccine slip. Yes, you can, stormtrooper. I mean, I guess I'm on your planet. It's it's your planetary rule. Yeah. I would just tell him, he's got a spacesuit on. You're good, dude. (laughs) You're good. Oh, man. Entirely possible. (laughs) Uh, Over in Magic Kingdom, uh, I know I was excited when we were covering this originally that by the end of January, something was supposed to be back online that... Turns out, isn't anymore? Yeah, that is uh, very true, Wade. So, everyone's favorite slow-moving attraction, uh, the People Mover, it was supposed to come back online, and uh, once you know it, it, it still isn't. Um, they have slated it that March 1st, 2021, it should be back open again to guests. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a hard no. I'm saying <laughs> April 2027 at this point. Um, yeah. It's more like people no uh, mover. Uh, oh, yeah, got him. Yeah. About a week and a half ago, they had testing going on at the attraction. 
but the ride vehicles were slamming into each other. Oh, and God. so not only do you get to board people from the sky, but also afterward, you get to people move yourself to the chiropractor from uh, <laughs> all those uh, all those rough <laughs> situations. But people move are still one of my favorite distractions in the Magic Kingdom, but it's it's a shame. Disney's not really given any inclination as to why they've closed it, what's going on, what happened in the first place. Like they have with past uh, experiences that have gone down. So instead of people moving, you can walk along the track on the ground and you can people watch while walking with a ma- with a mask on. I do. Um, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I thought about hopping up onto the track, but I figured <laughs> that's not very safe. safe and not a good idea. Sure. But yeah, as you can see from the video, the, the vehicles are riding correctly. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking this is slowly going to turn into a rocket rod situation like they have at Disneyland. Don't you dare. Oh, gosh. Will, don't don't you dare. It will last for six months, and then it will shut down before Garrett's tall enough like it happened in my childhood. <laughs> oh, someone sounds bitter. I was so brokenhearted. I saw that, and I was like, Mom, that's the coolest thing ever. I want to go on it. She's like, honey, we will. Came back. This attraction is now closed due to technical issues. Womp womp. Wow. Yeah. I had to go on the teacups. Boo. I'm surprised <laughs> I was taller than you as a child, if that's the case. No, you were you're younger than me, yeah. so that makes sense. Garrett no. didn't hit his growth <laughs> spurt. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get you're you're younger than until me. Until he that was two years sense. old. Yeah, Garrett did not hit the growth spurt until he uh, was nineteen. A lot oh, of people don't no. know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was five one even and then nineteen boom, skyrocket up to six foot. It was uh, a weird time, uh, and I had to do a lot of shopping at the gap. Now he's a giant. Well, Look at him. True. Well, yep. Well, it's unfortunate to hear that the uh, People Mover has now been extended out yet again uh, into March uh, for a, a comeback. We know that uh, we've seen various videos and uh, clips, and Garrett's even uh, been by to see people up on the track working on this tirelessly, trying to figure out uh, how to get things moving and working again. We've heard all kinds of rumors and all kinds of things as to what's been going on up there. They're replacing motors. They're replacing track. They're replacing vehicles. They're doing all kinds of things. Um, nobody can really point to one specific item that is causing this whole delay i'm gonna say magnets probably i'm gonna say chapek <laughs> very well very well and very easy to just blame him i think yeah. <laughs> well we love hearing that uh, eventually this sucker is coming back online even if it does get to the point where and this seems like the case where now as soon as they tell us uh, a, a new time in which it will be returning it just gets extended out by another month after that um but anyway we will move along and hope for the best uh, garrett sounds like valentine's week which is coming up and um you know all the all the little hearts around you indicate that the season is upon us uh it sounds like some extended hours are being offered for disney world that that is very true. So the week of Valentine's Day, Walt Disney World will be extending park hours uh, depending on the park and depending on the day. So parks should be extended all the way to 10 p.m. at night or open an hour earlier at 8 a.m. Uh, be sure to check the My Disney Experience app to check out what all is going on. But on the screen there, you can see all the different times. Magic Kingdom is going to be staying open later until 10 o'clock. Animal Kingdom is going to be opening up a little bit earlier and on Valentine's Day, you get to stay a little bit later. One thing I really miss uh, about things being normal, other than things being normal, is I loved going to Animal Kingdom late at night because during the hot summer days, it, it's just unbearably hot, especially with all the trees. And being able to explore at night, go on the nighttime safari and see the bioluminescence of Pandora is just so peaceful and tranquil. I am definitely in the group that likes going to the parks when the sun goes down. 
the lights are on. It's a bit more romantic. Not oh. everyone is there. So, uh, a little nighttime stroll with Ariel. Yes. Not well, the mermaid, his girlfriend. Yes, my girlfriend. She's actually the one that delivered this to me, but then she's Aww. like, I'm going on rock and roller coasters. So she's me. there? So, uh, yeah, she's actually out here with her sister Madeline, and they said, oh, you're too big for us now. We'll just oh. deliver your food and walk away. Like a good intern. <laughs> yes. Like, I, don't, I don't even get paid. So, am I the intern also? Not at all. I, 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 you I have, have a shirt. Have a shirt now. Yeah. That That's is your pay. You're a big deal. Yeah, we don't even have shirts, Garrett, so... Yeah, yeah none of us have Count shirts. So be lucky. happy. We what only a- get to see these mugs for one hour once a week. They're on loan. <laughs> I- I'm, I'm going to go hop on that ship and fly to a nicer galaxy. All right, get out of here, Chewbacca. The Kingdom Report overlords. No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to no, take off of this but, camera. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, she's here. She will not be here for Valentine's Day, so I oh. will just uh, eat ice cream alone and, and cry. But if you guys want to come out here like and hang most out, Saturday nights? come on. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to the parks. We'll have a good time. <laughs> we'll eat some tauntaun meat and and then have a nice cold lemonade somewhere. Mm. Oh, I don't want any tauntaun meat. It smells worse on the inside than the outside. Oh, dear. Ah, sour joke. Oh, to be a foodie. Am I right? <laughs> My goodness. I, 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 need, I, I need more friends. I'm you do. <laughs> Your own girlfriend runs. Hey, we here. That Epcot's getting a little soul, is that right? Oh, it is indeed getting some soul. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're kind of talking about the, the movie Soul. But oh, yeah. over in the American Adventure, inside there, they're going to be adding a new exhibit called the Soul of Jazz. And it is open now. Inside of there, you it, the exhibit celebrates the beautiful music form that is distinctly uh, African-American created. And it is pretty much one of some of the most authentic music America has ever created. Inside there, you not only can learn history about this from Joe Gardner, who is the character from Soul, but you can also see artifacts from Louis Armstrong, sheet music by Maxwell Davis, Gene Krupa, and many, many more people. And also, typically when you go in there, you're listening to colonial music. This time, you're going to be listening to some Nice jazz where your toe tapping, having a good time. I wouldn't oh, yeah. be surprised if we start, you know, doing some swing oh. in there, some swing music. Like jazz music is, I don't know, it's it's up there for me because it is, it's beautiful. It speaks to the soul, literally. So go on down and check it out. Also, <laughs> fun fact you may not know, Louis Armstrong's trumpet is inside there. And this is one that he actually recorded with for the Walt Disney Company, company back in 1968. He recorded Disney songs the Satchmo way, which is his style of performing jazz music. So go on in there, check it out, experience, get some soul in your life, learn about some jazz, and afterward you can then go get some Regal Eagle and chow down and, and listen to some jazz. It's going to be a, a grand old time. I can't wait to experience it uh, myself. Uh, there's not many exhibits there that, like, usually it's the same old, same old, but this is a brand new one for a brand new film. I can't wait to check it out and, and listen to it because jazz, uh, that's what I was raised on by my dad. So, Oh, wow. To it. Yeah, I can't play any instruments, but I can appreciate the music. 
<laughs> not musically inclined, but a natural character. I think that's the majority exciting. of people. <laughs> I'm glad that they're putting this in. This is awesome. I can't wait yeah. to go and check it out and then grab some Regal Eagle at the end. Some brisket. And then still listen to jazz music. Yeah. I think this is exciting. I can't wait to see it. What a nice refresh and a great tie-in to you know, one of their latest animated films. Yeah. And, um, if you haven't seen it, you can see it on Disney+. Plus. A lot of people... I feel bad because um, a handful of films right now are obviously not in wide release because of the pandemic right mm. so um onward being one of them i think is going to be an under the radar film forever because it got released on disney plus and nowhere else uh, mulan much the same thing yeah. it had that upcharge uh, uh situation that they were doing on disney plus and now soul okay. so yeah, i don't know mulan yeah. was feelings. okay i liked soul more like way more yeah. than mulan soul has been like... my favorite movie they've released since this whole pandemic and then started, onward was like my second yeah. yeah onward was good it just messed me up oh as, yeah we as cried. somebody who lost their father it was not a good time for me but yeah anyway i can imagine that yeah. being the core of the story too yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> oh Pull it together. I know. <laughs> uh, getting to getting to see uh, a little bit of soul coming to Epcot, I think, is going to be a, a nice, refreshing change of pace, especially in the American Adventure, and uh, just in time for Black History Month. So how about that? Um, all all works out in tandem, uh, which I love. And uh, Garrett, uh, tell me, uh, when it comes to uh, jazz in general, uh, do you like any sort of variation of jazz? Do you have a certain sort of jazz performer, musician that you're a fan of? Like the the classic Louis Armstrong, you can't beat that. Oh, sorry, uh, Tie Fighter just went over my head. Oh. oh wait, no, it didn't because Disney hasn't done the technology to do that uh, with this land. So it was the sound. Don't be so bitter. <laughs> yeah. my gosh. No, but um, no, Louis Armstrong, Miles Davis, those guys are and like Ella Fitzgerald, like just like the classic classic versions uh, of jazz are just you know they're relaxing, they're nice, even. I'm a fan of when they have like jazz versions of Disney songs. It's just, it's light, it's moving. And I loved when it was open going to Port Orleans. Uh, um, like, geez, if I forget, if I remember their French Quarter, sorry. <laughs> uh, over there, you get some, you get some beignets and like you have musicians, music. It's just a lively time. And I've had the opportunity to go to New Orleans and down there, jazz is, is everywhere in the street. You go down Bourbon Street, you go by, down by the water on the Mississippi. It's just, music everywhere and you're just enchanted uh by all these different sounds trumpets saxophones i'm i'm a sucker uh for for a saxophone though i don't know it just has this <laughs> unique sound to it that you can't really get with anything else and if someone plays it really well it's like ooh especially like the saxophone guy that used to be really like that saxophone guy is that what you mean i don't know kenny g yes kenny okay i figured i haven't listened to kenny g in a while but Maybe he should come out. I want him performing on top of the Falcon as it blasts off. Oh, let's do that. The galaxy yeah. will listen to Kenny G. That's, that's on Valentine's right Day. There. Can it, you imagine? Oh, wow. There's something for Disney Plus. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah. A galaxy in your heart with Kenny G. My oh. gosh, I think we've just created this. Well, Garrett, we appreciate you uh, bringing us all the headlines. You uh, stay safe out there on this uh, oh. bizarre planet that no doubt has a lot of danger lurking every I've which got- direction. I've got my food. Uh, I've got a falcon to hide in if I need to. I am ready, set to go, unless more guests come to me asking for directions. Where's uh, the bathroom? You're looking in, um, it's right there in that bush. Oh, oh, oh no, wow. No, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's going to be down the right there. You're going to take a left, and then if you see a little monster I pop out, don't worry about that. That's just Jimmy. He's just repairing there. But, see, you've yeah. got it. you got it. Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you I take care. <laughs> we'll see Thank you again real much. soon.
Off he goes into a galaxy far, far away. That's our Garrett. Uh, hey, everybody. It's time for the Disney list. Disney list time has arrived. And today we are counting down our favorite things when it comes to Disney California Adventure Park, which is now celebrating 20 magical years. Uh, Disney California Adventure being such a an amazing place to go visit, uh, especially in the last, I would say, Eight years or so in particular, um, California Adventure has uh, been a place that has now wormed its way into our hearts and become a much more fun place to hang out at. With the big anniversary, we are uh, taking a look at the three things that we are going to do first when Disney California Adventure Park finally reopens, whenever that might be, and hopefully it will be very soon. Why don't we kick things off with our very own Katrina Manzoni to share the three things she would probably do first upon this park reopening. I can't believe I'm first. I'm so excited. You are first. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, there's one thing that I will say that I'm not going to say, but you all know I'm going to do it first, but I'm not going to say it. I know what's coming. <laughs> anyway. So the first thing I would do is actually go and walk through Grizzly Peak in that area Oh. and then just enjoy it because I miss it. I miss seeing the cats. It's like a cute little cat that just <laughs> hangs out over there by the water. Yeah. How you are know? the cats doing? Hey, no Nobody asks about, about the cats. The cats. I bet they're living their lives right now. I'm more and concerned about them. I'm, I'm, I care about them. Nope. And then uh, and then I would probably want to go like ride Monsters, Inc. Because I do, I do like that ride. It's yeah. always fun and cute. And then like, you know, smell the ginger and like smell the soap and stuff. And you go in, you're like, yep, I'm in that. I right? know where I am. And then save the best for last. Running from monsters. Cars land. Uh, but you have to do it. At, like, I want to see it again at like night when they do like the Shaboom stuff. Like when they do like the lights. What is that song called? It's not called Shaboom, right? But they go life, like it's a song with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that what it's called? Life can be a dream. Yeah, life can be a life dream. Life could be dream. Okay. Anyway, so that's what I would do. Uh, yeah, that's what I would definitely. Those are like the three things that I just have to like soak in. So that's California Adventure to you, right yeah. there. Outside of Carthay Circle, which we know would be your. You said one. it. I didn't say it. I had to throw I it out there for it. you because I could see it was killing you. I told you. Right. I told you I wasn't going to say it. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate <laughs> the fact that you sidestepped it. I didn't. And you it's know, amazing. I love wow. it so much, but yeah. like you know, we're, we like that's open now, and yeah. I can enjoy it Absolutely. at the moment. So. Right. Uh, yeah, so I was lucky enough to get a couple reservations, so I'm excited for that. Ooh. But when the park actually opens, these are the three things that I'm super excited for. Those are DCA-specific things. Maybe yeah. grab a glass of wine or something and then walk through a little there glass of little champagne. And a bit of a stroll. Yeah, and I can enjoy it, you know? Like, Casual soak it stroll. in. Like, Grizzly Peak is, like, such a unique place, so I always yeah. love, like, walking through, the, like, the redwoods and stuff and then just, I don't know, it's always fun. Yeah, it's very uh, scenic and peaceful back there. Yeah, yeah it's a. It, I like. It's like a little getaway, you know, from the rest of the park and the the hustle and bustle of things. Especially right there um, in that bridge work area, right next to the big waterfall. Oh yeah, it's so peaceful back there. Oh it's yeah, so quiet. Yeah, it used to be like places. really nice and like no one really knows about it. Yeah. And then you see like all the and like ah, oh, you must be annual pass holders. <laughs> and then you see like the tourists like waiting in line for like the ride. Actually, like, like you know, and then they see this like, why are these people walking over there on that bridge? Like, what's going on? And <laughs> they then they're know like, something. wait, we're gonna do that after the ride. And then <laughs> they're like, oh no, we've been busted. Gosh darn it! Well, Tyler, yeah. what tops your list? Uh, so my first one is Carthay Circle. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I had to do that too if we were playing this game. No, it really is my first one, but I but but you know, I'm going to everybody knows that Carte Circle is my, is our place, so 
uh, I have a few others. My, I my mean, mm-hmm. first one, I, you know, Cars Land is really cool, and obviously I want to see that, but I just want to go on the ride. I want to go on Raider Springs Racers again. Me too. I mean, that's like kind of, uh, you know, the grand finale of the whole entire land. Seeing the whole land, is, it, it won't feel the same. Like, if they did open up Cars Land before the rest of the park is open and we get to go in there, it just won't feel right seeing a kind of lonely little radiator springs racers just sitting there off to the side you know so what if they just kept running it but you couldn't go on it so you could hear the sound <laughs> i thought about that they possibly could but i just, super don't, I just yeah, don't see it's the best but... you're like yeah i'm in it i just want to be in it i think that would just i think that would just get that would just make it so that like probably like half of the people in the park would just walk up to the ride and be like can we get on can we yeah. get on yeah. or at least it. stare at it and just like longingly like look at it being like I wish I could be on Lots that right now. The speeds by sweet tears. <laughs> mm. So then another one for me is actually going to be, um, uh, which one am I going to pick? I think I'm going to go with, um, oh gosh, the Incredicoaster. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Incredicoaster, you know, it was one of those things where I was never a huge fan of California screaming. It was always okay. It felt like such a weird thing to me. Like, okay, we're, we, you know, Walt Disney said he didn't want his theme parks to be like all other theme parks. And then they spent a bunch of money making this part of the theme park look like all other theme parks. So it was like really kind of a like, what are they doing? Right. And then finally, when they built in credit coaster, I'm not saying it's like, you know, the most expensive overlay ever or, or, you know, or that it's like, you know, perfect by any means, but just in credit coaster really livened it up for me. It made it something that was that had its own Disney vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, having a little story happen while you're on the roller coaster, hearing all the great music from the Incredibles movies, and um, you know, hearing them all talk to each other and seeing kind of the funny little gags, mm-hmm. you know, the giant Jack Jack at the end and everything like that. You know, always puts a big smile on my face, and I miss going on rides like that. I haven't been on one in so long at this point. So fun little enhancements make all the yeah. difference. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I think my last one and I know I've done like I know that you know, I talked about Carthay Circle and stuff, but but I just want to eat I just want to like enjoy any type of like food at mm, the park. Casina. Like I just want to like enjoy <laughs> like I like Casina Cucamonga is mm. great. I love I I, they have a they have a, a torta there that is like fantastic. <clears throat> it's so good. Yeah. Um, you know, Lamplight Lounge is a really cool place to hang out because you get to take in all the. Inv- that's a great place because, like, Katrina wants to take in the environment over in the Grizzly area. Like, that's right. If you want to take in, like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, Pixar Pier and that whole kind of beach vibe, just sitting at Lamplight Lounge and like relaxing. looking out into the water, yeah. and it's just kind of like music. a relaxing mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah, the music it's kind of playing like. You know, kind of poppy clubby versions of some <laughs> Disney songs, yeah. you know, and some Pixar, Pixar songs, songs, which, you know, that's straight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, which, you know, is always a really cool vibe. And so I I think those are going to be my three choices. Very nice. Well, thank you for enlightening us as to your DCA hit list for when things officially reopen. We're going to jump out to Walt Disney World, where our uh, Florida reporter Garrett Hassel is standing by in a galaxy far, far away. To- uh, some of the things that top his list when California Adventure officially reopens, buddy. What will you do first? First thing, I'm going to the Animation Academy because they don't really have one out here anymore at Walt Disney World. And I just, I love the entire building. Like when you walk in, it's just calming and peaceful because they're showing all the concept art from all the great Disney films. And then you get to draw a character 
And the last time I went there with Ariel, my girlfriend, if you didn't know, I feel like we say that every single time, but uh, some people we don't know. There and we, yeah, and we made uh, Donald Duck, but in his uh, Halloween devil costume. And then her and I put a poll out on our Instagram, whose is better? She won by like 30,000. I got like two votes, and I, I'm pretty sure uh, my mom was one, and then it was me. So, yeah. <laughs> Story of your life. But, <laughs> So I, I love that just because the Animation Academy out here is either at Animal Kingdom where you're drawing animals or what they're doing right now at Festival of the Arts and Epcot, but they only do two shows of it. So I, I really miss that aspect. So, hey, Disney, if you're listening, can you open another Animation Academy out here so I can draw uh, terribly but still have fun while doing it? Um, <laughs> the next thing is I, I've only done it twice, but – Mission Breakout, Gardens of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Oh my gosh, that I think it's better than Tower of Terror personally. Cut the I, feed. I love the, <laughs> uh, the yeah the the the, the, the cinematics <laughs> are great. The music is fantastic, and I, I don't know. I I, I want to say they did a dang good job of it, and I did it also uh, where it's like, is it Monsters After Dark? Oh my gosh, that's so intense and scary. And Baby Groot, he's just he's just trying to do the best he can. And getting around doing baby group things, whatever that is. Now he's teenage group, but I don't talk about that as much. But uh, mission breakout, baby group's better. I, I absolutely, that's true. I absolutely love it. Yeah, baby group's so much cooler. Teenage group, he's got angst, he's got attitude. He says foul words that we don't know because he just says three words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, the third thing, it's it's tough because I haven't gotten to experience it as much. But I was, I, I miss the world of color. Uh, I've only seen it a few times in person, but I would I would just love to see that and be captivated captivated by the the beauty, majesty, and all that in there. Just because I don't know, every time I watch it, I feel like I'm seeing something new. Whether it's I oh I never noticed that water effect or that flame effect, and it's just it's it's what Rivers of Light out here should have been, but mm-hmm. never happened. So I, I I really miss World of Color. The soundtrack to it is phenomenal, especially at the end where you have some of the enchanted music where Simba is like, dad. And it's like, Oh, the heartbreaker. But then he would come back to life. And it's like, Oh, it's full circle. World of color. Uh, I need to get more of it. That you do. Those, those, circle of life. Those, those, are, right? those are my three. Yeah. So question is, when does it reopen? Cause uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I know you guys are ready. You guys live there, but um, yeah, I can skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tyler, not all of us get to experience a Disney park every single way. I can. Maybe just bring the paint the night back. I know you're over there. You're over there at Disney World every day. Give, give me literally a in a park. <laughs> this is a this is a green screen. That is our <laughs> real. He paid all those people so to keep people, walking behind right, him. That's right. The people, the, people, the people in the background. That's that, I just did a lot of editing and a lot of. That's just Ariel yeah. dressed up at diff- as different people. I that's knew right. those people didn't recognize you. You paid them. It's all CGI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Jeez <laughs> but, Louise. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for Disney California Adventure to come back. I just, I really, really miss uh, Soarin' Over California, the actual original. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Soarin' Around the World, it's cool, Boo. but it's, no, Soarin' Over California is just so iconic. Yes. Keep that one and California, because you're in California. Why wouldn't you soar over California? At Epcot, it makes sense to have around the world and then you have people wanting to go to both parks makes more money disney i could be on your marketing team you speak a lot of sense i know yeah enough with that i i i I only sometimes do that that's about 
I know, it's scaring me. My brain functioning. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Ben, yeah. right before um, the, the parks closed down, if I recall correctly, Sorna, where California was playing at that time, mm-hmm. right as the park shut down last year in They're giving, like, annual pass holders, like, that extra hour yeah. to, like, go see it and enjoy it. And I'm like, okay, well, why did you bring it back for a limited time when you know everybody loves that ride? Mm-hmm. And you're in Disney California Adventure. Weird, right? Right. It's so dumb. Anyway, I really love that ride. If that ride came back, which they should, as soon as that park opens, they need to like axe the world and then just bring back Soarin' Over California to make actually like people want to ride that ride. Yeah. And it may have just been a limited time thing. I don't know. But um, I I definitely noticed the wait time shoot through the roof Mm -hmm. when Soarin' Over California came back. And they, they did that. Two or three times, I think, uh, you know, leading up to uh, our departure it's from the park. So, so good. Like when the jets fly by and you fly yeah. over San Diego, you fly over the waters, you fly over the orange trees and like. Yeah, none ah, of it's CGI, it's so no yeah. special effects yeah. involved. You don't see some stupid polar yeah. bear jumping off an ice like thing <laughs> like and you're if- like, oh, that looks so real. Where are they going to pop up with a Coca-Cola yeah. next and be like. <laughs> <laughs> or this or the CGI Taj Mahal. Yeah, I was about to say I was literally about to say like if you can't get the rights to fly over the Taj Mahal, don't, don't do put a CGI yeah. Taj Mahal in Maybe your video. Maybe pick another destination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, the world's a big if, place. If they, if they do Soren over California, just take out Michael Eisner teeing off in, in Palm Springs and put in like Chapek and his head's the ball also because they were like the same color. Uh if not that, just have Bob Iger, everyone's uh, favorite. Why don't we Bob. just have Josh tomorrow just wave at everybody? Let's yeah. fly yeah. over. <laughs> let's fly over Bob Iger's yacht and have mm-hmm. him waving in the ocean somewhere, and it could be like the Indian Ocean or yeah. something like that. And the yeah. SS Iger. Yeah, check, check out my stock options, everyone. Yeah. I and got he could, them all, baby. Exactly. He'd be yelling at us. Yeah, thank you for all the money. Yep. I'm sailing into <laughs> retirement. <laughs> That's a it's way like to soar. It's the Wolf of Wall Street, but it's the Wolf of Main Street. That's a Oh, oh very nice. dang. Uh, well, we can't follow that up. That's no it. kidding. That's, that's the end right that's there. That's it. <laughs> that's all, well, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know uh, what you have in mind when it comes to California Adventure and your first must-dos. When and uh, eventually, if. Uh, we all know it will happen, but uh, when California Adventure officially reopens, what do you got on your list? Leave it in the comment section down below. We would love to hear from you. All right, you stick around, Kingdom Report. Live rolls on next. Hey, Kingdom Team. Do you need more magic in your life? We understand, which is why we connect you to more of what makes you happy three times a week. Catch our theme park coverage, vlogs, and reviews every Tuesday and Thursday. And experience the Kingdom Report live, streaming every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. That's new content every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, crafted with you in mind. Don't miss out. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications at The Kingdom Report on YouTube. And catch every update throughout the week at Kingdom Report Live on social media. See you there. Kingdom Team All Call Time. This is where we answer your questions. If you have something in mind, send it on over to us. KingdomReportLive.com. You can fill out the form there and uh, send us any questions you have. We will do our best to get to them as soon as we possibly can. The question this week comes to us from a very good friend of ours who's asking, when Disneyland reopens, 
do you think park reservations will be at capacity immediately and stay that way for months since the california theme parks are so much smaller and that comes from Stu dreamfinder uh thank you dreamfinder we appreciate uh, you dropping that question for us at kingdomreportlive.com so i think that raises a good question uh certainly when it comes to the park reservation system that's been in place at disney world um that demand initially was huge and uh, most of the park reservations were taken right off the mm-hmm. bat um, since then it's only been a handful of weekends a couple of holiday periods here and there where certain parks have been off limits but for the most part Walt Disney World's done a great job with having a lot of availability in their reservations and being able to let people move around they've even brought back park hopping now uh, to a certain degree this question is obviously focused on Disneyland and California Adventure when they reopen. They are so much smaller. Um, I believe I even read Disneyland President Ken Patrick kind of talking about um, how much smaller it is and how much more significantly they need to reduce all those park reservations. So um, obviously with the elimination of the annual pass holder program too, that all plays into this because you had a million plus people who are all going to be trying to buy for just a handful of reservations. You're going to have a lot of disappointed people Um, with that out of the mix and no return of the annual pass holder program anywhere in the near future. They're probably going to hold off for several months after reopening before they even announce the next round of annual pass kind of forcing people into that um, buy a one day ticket scenario. Do you imagine Katrina that we're going to see capacity hit for months at a time, as Stu mentions here, where even with that one day per park price tag, um, people are just going to buy things up immediately and it's going to be hard to get in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think people, I mean, again, people pay for magic, right? So if they've been away for so long, they want to go back. And then a lot of, you know, there's like always like the vloggers and whatnot that have to talk about that stuff and the Instagrammers that want their feedback. So they want to get in the parks and take pictures of their outfits and whatnot. But I think mainly the families, they're, I mean, everybody's going to buy a ticket to try to go back. Um, And they're going to be at capacity for like a really long time. Because, I mean, the parks are too small and like they're not going to like, the parks aren't going to be at capacity anyway. They're going to be like at what, like 35 maybe at the beginning possibly. Right. So... I mean, that's I mean, that's a lot of people, but not a lot of people where, you know, these annual pass holders, they're going to want to come and be at the park. So they're it's going to be at capacity they'll for like a while. Yeah. yeah, they'll find they'll find a way. I mean, mm. they always do. Or at least I mean, who knows what they're going to do with the cast members, how they have their free tickets and whatnot and how they're going to let those people have, you know, hand those out to other people. So those are always going to, you know. Those people are always going to be able to get in the parks, too. So you have to keep an eye on on that or if Disney's going to axe that whole um, pass system for cast members as well. But uh, but yeah. People and are going to pay to people are going to pay to go. I agree. Yeah, as we saw um, <laughs> when Disney World first reopened, they did ask the uh, ability for cast members to you know sign themselves in, as they call it, um, and sign in guests initially with them. You know, you could bring up to so many guests per. Um, per visit and and you were able to do that when the theme parks were fully functioning um but given the fact that they needed to reduce capacity entirely the reservation system went into effect and one of the big drops in the bucket is obviously those cast members who many people that work there love the place more than visitors you know mm-hmm. there there are many that are diehard disney folks so um you know going back to the parks is one of their all-time greatest uh ambitions in life is you know spending as much time there as they can tyler what do you think when it comes to this question um 
I think initially, you know, we might see that demand and I get a little concerned when I think about, um, cause something that's not being mentioned is, is like the flex pricing that was in effect prior to the park shutting down. If you recall, and I'll, I'll drive everybody's attention back to it. Um, there was a pricing model in effect for Disneyland and California Adventure theme park tickets where on certain days, ticket prices were lower. Mm-hmm. Than other days. Other days they might skyrocket and be a little bit more expensive. And um, holiday times, you know, you would see that max rate for a ticket sort of hit the hit the ceiling. Um, but I, I would imagine they probably will bring something like that back since it was already in effect. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for the first few months it's definitely going to be uh, packed. Like to the and when I say packed, I mean like yeah, it's going to be hard to get in because all those reservations are going to be taken immediately. Sold out. Um, yeah, sold yeah. out basically. Um, I think after the first month or so, thing or after the first three or four months or so, uh, things should probably calm down a little bit uh, because I think, like you said, they're not going to have this new annual pass thing like right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, if so they did I'd be really impressed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, there are going to be some people who are going to buy a ticket every day and try and go for a long time, but the majority of people can't do that, especially. Um, in the economy and everything right now with everything, everybody losing their jobs and whatnot. So I just, I can't see that happening for more than a few months. Mm-hmm. And then when they do introduce this pass system, it's definitely have a, li- it will for sure have a limit on how many days you can actually uh, reserve at a time and things like that. So I just, I think after the first few months, things will be okay, but you, you will have to get lucky at first to get in sure when it first opens yeah it'll definitely be one of those things i mean we just got carte circle reservations that you know because they just reopened again uh yesterday was their first day and even that we just sat at our computers and our phones just refreshing the pages and just you know reloading this page going to that page waiting in line here and that's gonna happen to an incredible level when the whole park is open (laughs) so um everybody better be prepared for that sort of thing because it's going to really be like a lottery for the first three months i feel like Um, if the hotels opened then people they would try to like do some kind of pricing where it's like you get an automatic in if you stay this day oh no doubt you know what i mean to make you know Mm -hmm. more cash i could see that but then on the other hand like even universal orlando doesn't do that over in you know, over on that neck of the woods. So if you like, if you have a hotel room, you're not guaranteed to get in, even if you do have a ticket. Yeah. But you do have a priority part. like line to get in. So when they start, so right. if they meet, reach capacity, you have a line to stand in, and then they'll let you in first. Right. Versus Some other perks. people, yeah. so you get um, little perks here and there. Yeah, yeah, like as long as you take your butt, like don't walk. The, like I made the mistake of walking to the park one day, and then we had to wait in the same line as everybody else. So <laughs> that was a huge mistake. Uh, don't do that. What do you mean but, walk to the park? Like walk from parking? We went to park. We at, we actually didn't walk to the. We yeah. wa- we went. You went we parked parking, at the parking lot. Which and is then, a bad idea. And then had to wait in that big long line, which was it was a terrible idea. We saw that the bus line was long, and we were like, "Oh, the buses are so long. Let's go and just drive our own car over there." Mm-hmm. Uh, big mistake. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> big mistake. Anyway, um. Yeah, so back just up, a few uh, just a few months i think and and things will be a little more attainable uh we saw it you know happen here or we saw it here this isn't this isn't orlando we saw it happen in orlando like you said yeah. um where where now you can get tickets a lot of days so i think it'll happen i know that it's a different beast over here in california but 
it'll happen sooner than for how long the parks have already been closed we can hang on for a little bit longer and, no. and we'll get there <laughs> <laughs> yeah throw my tantrum well let's jump out to walt disney world where somebody who knows a lot about their park reservation system is standing by garrett hassel is our florida reporter hanging out uh, in one park in particular that i think is interesting to note typically this park hollywood studios where you are standing sir is the one park that most frequently doesn't have availability isn't that right yeah. Oh, sorry. Ships just went over. Uh oh. Yeah. Hollywood Studios usually runs out on weekends, on Saturdays and Sundays. It's usually gone pretty much a month in advance, if not more so. Uh, I got very lucky with sometimes Disney re releases everything. Uh, but in this case, I just got lucky. Actually, Ariel, my girlfriend, she was the one that actually gave me a, a password to in here. But yeah, it's completely blocked out. It doesn't look busy, but. There are people around, especially now that uh, that those guys, they're out here hanging around. Uh, it, it's slightly getting more and more busy here. Uh, in regards to what's going to happen like out, out west, uh, it's going to be like Rise of the Resistance. 32 seconds, they're all going to be gone for about a year and a half. And <laughs> then people are going to sell them on eBay or on Craigslist for insane prices. Uh, if they start doing thumbprint scanning people are going to be cutting off their thumbs and selling them to people that's Jeez. how I oh my <laughs> gosh this is Yikes. getting really yeah. dark <laughs> yeah so gruesome yeah well i'll tell okay. you when it comes to when it comes to that process i think you're right i think we're going to probably see like a lottery type system because there's going to be such a huge demand a huge way they'll probably not start with the lottery they'll probably just gauge you know to see what the demand's <laughs> going to be like and then probably within a couple weeks you know we'll see something like that go into effect they'll probably have it on standby because um yeah that pent-up demand no doubt especially in southern california is there uh and so for your sakes too i think uh you will see what you're asking about uh, and then we'll likely die down with anything new at disney you know whether it be um you know a, a new attraction or a new experience typically you'll see obviously those first couple months will be gangbusters everybody trying to get in everybody trying to do it everybody trying to experience it and then off they go, you know, and, and it becomes a little bit more accessible. No doubt to Disneyland with its limited capacity, further restricted from uh, even that of Walt Disney World. They're probably going to see that too. So we appreciate you sending your question in to us. If you have a question for us, kingreportlive.com, fill out the form, or you can leave it in the comment section down below. Well, my friends, that about wraps up this broadcast. Like I said, so grateful that you hung with us over the last couple of weeks as we have been uh, incapacitated uh, due to COVID-19 precautions, just making sure everybody is safe and taken care of. But we are back and feeling good. Um, one more mention to you. If you are somebody who is interested in a Kingdom Report official mug, all you got to do is comment in the comments section beneath this video the phrase main street usa main street usa in the comment section down below we will choose somebody at random to win themselves a kingdom report mug and you too can be a part of the kingdom team and uh, sip your beverage of choice with us each and every week uh, for those of you that are watching live uh, and in our chat room uh, once again you'll need to wait until the live broadcast is over and then leave a comment beneath the video not in the chat so main street usa beneath the video after the video is posted all right my friends that about wraps things up for us here today any closing notes tyler and katrina uh, no not much i mean actually we are headed over to go have our first carte circle in Huzzah! almost a year uh, so we're really excited about that. So you can uh, look down below and 
Oh, actually, my stuff isn't there. I just realized. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Whoever you are, whatever <laughs> social media well, you, can you go have. To, you can go to at Attract Faction uh, on Twitter, <laughs> and I'll be posting a bunch of pictures uh, there today of food and beverages, and should be fun. Yum, yum. Oh, yes. there it is. There it is. Oh. I see it now. Go, yeah. yep. yep. At Attract Faction on Twitter. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just awesome. uh, chilling. Watching my Netflix shows, you know, <laughs> got caught up on everything. Watched The Queen's Gambit, you know, all that stuff. Bravo. Good show. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very good. And we'll jump back out to Garrett one last time. Uh, Mr. Hassel, any closing notes for us, friend? Uh, just everyone, please remember, uh, stay safe. And remember, there's no order without the first order. These guys, they know what's going on. They know. Uh, I'm, I'm about to pledge my allegiance to the flag of the... First order of the galaxy. I don't know. The don't, of don't he almost started doing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> he was like about to start doing the Pledge of Allegiance right there. I, I, I don't know. Like there are saluted like both fists up in the air. Or, wait, no, that's Hydra. I don't know what I'm doing. Jeez. That's why I'm going to the orient. That's why I'm going to the orientation. But uh, no, for me, gonna explore some of Black Spire Outpost and uh, maybe look for a Wookiee walking around, a scavenger. Uh, look for a little Rolly droid that could be a soccer ball. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get into here in Black Spire Outpost, but. I'm excited. Well, and I'm we... probably going to get asked directions on where to go. <laughs> I mean, since you work there and all, right? Should start uh, doing yeah, a tour guide. Should... Yeah, yeah, like that—that's the new uh, Walt Disney Company logo right there. Like, take a look at that. Boom. Walk around with a riding crop like the guest relations people do. <laughs> but then, when people get close yeah. to you, just whip them. Yeah. <laughs> Six feet. Six feet. <laughs> I, I also have a trash picker upper next to me so I can look like the manager's walking around. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I'll just pull out my iPhone and do something on there. I don't know what. I'm sure it's something special. But Fantastic. who knows? Adventure is afoot. Those guys look like the mean business. So I think yeah. that's the direction I shouldn't, I shouldn't go. And I'm not a serious person. Watch your back. Watch your, Oh, she got oh, a kick out oh, of it. Oh, she thought that was pretty funny. Uh, you are hysterical, <laughs> sir. Wow. I try. I try. Go ride uh, Slinky Dog Dash for us. Yes. I I will. That that ride actually enjoyed quite a lot. So uh, I will hop on that and see everything. And yeah, not going on a people mover because I don't want to break my neck. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Stay in one piece for us, please. And we'll see you next week, buddy. Absolutely. Bye. See you later. Bye. Well, my friends, that does it for us. For more information about our production, head on over to KingdomReportLive.com. Leave some comments for us down below. Let us know what's going on in your life. And if you have any questions about theme parks, we'd love to hear them. And remember, the legacy of Walt Disney lives on because of people like you and me. We will see you next week, Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, for an all-new Kingdom Report Live. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.